Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi there, and welcome to Scout the Game Week. Scout the Game Week is Fantasy Football Scout's weekly podcast brought to you by the Scout Network. In each episode, we'll look back at the game week we have just played to assess what we can learn to help us in the next round of fixtures. I'm Ryan from Football Chatbox. Let's start the game week. We're back to a regular game week with no doubles this time. And joining me from FPL Under the Radar and the FPL USA community for the second time this season is Avi, aka FPL Kante. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Ryan. Uh, not bad. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so before we like start, just to introduce our guest to the listeners, um, you're back-to-back top 100 case, um, and this season you're still in a pretty good rank to be able to reach that target. How has the season been, um, and how did Game Week 20 go for you? Yeah, it has been good so far. I mean, I'm happy with the position I'm at right now. Uh, this has been a tough season, right? Uh, it's hard to move, um, and it's hard to gain rank because of how template everyone's team is. Um, I'm at around, I think, 230k-ish now, uh, game week 20. Uh, I did uh, take a hit to get uh, KDB and Mares in. Uh, Mares didn't return, KDB barely got a return. Uh, but I, I took out Salah and Mount, so not too uh, unhappy about that anyways. I think I'm still going to gain some points. Did not go for Kane for an additional hit, so I'm mm-hmm. still worried that he might pop off against CT, but again, at least I was happy that yesterday he did blank. So yeah, overall not uh, going too bad. Game of 20, did not triple captain Holland, so that's uh, another worry also. But good thing that his EO is uh, in check. I think he's barely like what mm. two or five percent yeah, EO, yeah. right? So I was expecting it to be much higher. So uh, that not that big of a worry there either. But yeah, overall feeling good. So that's far. good. That's good. So having said all of that, let's start now with a look back at game week 20 uh, and i'm going to and i'm going to start straight with the manchester derby um there were lots of talk of triple captainships to be used on harland and a few also went for rashford uh, but the overall number was quite lower than what i thought it would end up being given the amount of talk uh, that was going on um now there's still one more game to go and i expect harland to get his points um in this first game 
Um, but what did you think about it all, and what did you think about the game as well? Yeah, I mean, uh, first of all, triple captaincy. I never quite uh, felt like it to go hmm. for Holland, uh, at least this game week. I know all the talk about him being fit right now, KDB being fit. Uh, yeah. uh, X minutes, right? He uh, probably this is going to be the highest X minutes in any double game week for Holland. Hmm. Uh, just the fixtures didn't feel like it ever, right? Um, Man, Man United doing good, Arsenal, uh, oh, sorry, Spurs probably not that good of uh, in uh, form, but Again, Conte is a good coach. Yeah. Uh, I would expect him to keep Holland in check. It's neither of those fixtures are fixtures that you would expect Holland to like score hat tricks any day of the year. Of course, Holland did score a hat trick yeah. earlier this season against Man-, Man United, but it was a different team altogether, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, at, at least from a triple captain's standpoint, I was never there. Um, I didn't even think about it for once that yeah. okay, let me triple captain Holland. So that's that. I mean, again, all that being said, Holland could still pop off in yeah. either of those pictures. Like if he scores like one and one goal uh, in each of those games, he still comes out of with like maybe 17, 18 points, right? Which is yeah, still probably. is probably okay for the triple mm. captainers. Mm. So yeah, but uh, happy that he didn't do anything in the first game. Uh, and again, I mean, Spurs game, looking at Spurs, how they're playing at right now, but he can still good, do good in that game. Mm. Let's see how that goes. Mm. Uh, as for the Manchester derby, I think uh, Ten Hag got it uh, absolutely everything right in that game, right? Like uh, he had a plan and his players implemented that plan, yeah. right? So I was amazed how well Fred did in that game, uh, man marking KDB like throughout the 90 minutes, right? Mm. Other mm. than that one run that he made for the assist he had him pocketed the whole game mm, right mm. and casemiro what a what a buy right he completely changed the whole team like before and after casemiro it's a stark difference in that man united side yeah i think i think uh, it was a great game for man united he, they deserved to win like even uh, in the first half it was probably more like a 50-50 but second half was all all man united so they absolutely deserved to win the game yeah i think that casemiro is the difference that compared to the last game uh, that mm-hmm. we played against City. Casemiro yeah. wasn't there in that one. So there right. would have been, with the whole triple captain talk as well, there would have been a lot mm-hmm. of influence based off that last game and what Haaland, was, Haaland did in that last game. Um, but again, for me, like I agree with you, fixtures are very important, um, mm-hmm. trying to, especially when you're playing triple captainship. And also form. I think mm-hmm. the last few games, City haven't really looked themselves. No. to what we kind of expect them to be like so that yeah. that also like was like combining the two and i'm like oh, i'm not really feeling like Harlan yeah. and triple captaincy at this moment same, same. Yeah. um i think that there might be another game that will come it doesn't also have to be played on Haaland. It can be some other right. player as well. There's a potential yeah. that Rashford also could get two home games in game week 22. That could be a really good sure. shot as well. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just form and fixtures have to kind of go in hand in hand. After that, exactly. what happens is not in our control because there have no. been instances before where you play a triple captain, it works yeah. <laughs> out in the first game and second game he's injured yeah. or something like that. He's injured, so, gets a card, red card or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, happens, so yeah. that that that's completely out of our control. But picking at least the best double game week is in our control. So yeah, I agree Correct. with you. And I guess a lot of people, even though there was huge talk we saw uh-huh. with the EO, it wasn't that high. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think a lot of people went there as well anyways at the end. Right. Okay. Um, okay. In terms of um, City assets, mm-hmm. Cancelo back in the starting lineup. Um, 
think he that was probably his best he played since the last few games i would say um yeah. happy to keep faith or maybe if stones is back cheap alternative to him or is just city defense right now not worth it yeah i sold cancelo back in game week uh, 18 mm-hmm. or 19 i forgot but uh, i did get rid of him to uh, get to mitrovic essentially mm-hmm. i did not sell, want to sell darwin mm-hmm. so i needed the money from cancelo to buy mitrovic uh, and i'm not uh, unhappy about that either even though cancelo did play uh his second half was actually not that great he mm. was kind of giving the ball away a lot uh and to be honest i'm not sure if he is in the best city 11 right now right rico mm. luis is doing really good and if rico luis plays it almost uh, uh sounds like cancelo would not play because uh pep wants one of his wing backs to play kind of a, in that cdm role right so if rico plays he plays that role and then the other wing it's most likely ak in that case so i i'm not too confident it's so too much money also right i mean yeah. especially given how much how many assets we have how many like tempting assets we have in the midfield and forward line it just sounds too much money right now uh you again like not that trent or robo are really doing uh, great that you want to save the money for them either yep. like unless liverpool is going to get like a very good double game week no one mm-hmm. is going to buy trent or robo either right yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. not necessarily like a placeholder either so yeah i i don't mind getting rid of uh, cancelo if you want uh, stones is good as long as he's fit and probably just uh, avoid man city defense altogether right uh, you, there are other great defense other great value picks in newcastle in arsenal mm-hmm. uh, maybe even in brighton uh, etc right so uh, all those like 4.55 millionish defenders were really doing great right mm-hmm. uh, returning week in week out so yeah i don't mind uh, avoiding city defense altogether yep fair enough fair enough um okay so let's move over to brighton's masterclass um and it's not even much yet but there's so much talk of people buying soli much and also mitoma uh mm-hmm. brighton do have good fixtures but they also have a potential blank in game week 25 Um now last season one of my mistakes was focusing too much on double game weeks and blank game weeks and missing out on points that are available to get in the short term. Um what do you think about the Brighton players and is it worth getting them for the short term even with the potential blank? To this I'll add like Tony as well to this conversation. Um since mm-hmm. he's in a similar situation but he could potentially have a double in 22 and a blank in 25. What do you think? Yeah, great point and I kind of get into the same situation uh, more than often so i mean brighton is playing great i think what they have like 13 or 14 goals in the four matches mm. since they start looking great attackingly i'm not too sure about the defensive assets but uh, when deserby doesn't look like a coach who focuses too much on keeping clean sheets etc uh, he's an attack minded coach right so their attack uh, attacking assets are great uh, the 25 blank is of course not sure and we'll know uh by game week 22 i think mm. before game week 22 if i'm not wrong so it's great if you can hold off until maybe uh, the just roll your transfer in game week 21 if you can mm. that's probably the best strategy right now just kind of assess after that mm. uh they have a decent enough picture in 21 but again it's not a picture that you absolutely want to target or anything like that it's not like a forest or bournemouth picture right so Uh, i i don't mind just rolling the picture and assess after 21 uh, let the cup games go and then see what it is actually like the blanks and the doubles etc that's probably the best strategy but if someone wants to buy a 
Mitoma or a March, you cannot necessarily argue against that either. Especially Mitoma, I really, really like. I know March scored all the points in the last game, but Mitoma is the one that I like more for value and for um, more attacking perspective as well. So, I mean, March is good, uh, but again, if you look at over the season and maybe without Trossard, he's a little better. Mm-hmm. But Mitoma just seems to be there all the time, right? He was shooting, he was... He was a nightmare for Trent in that last game. So I, I like Mitoma a little more than March. Uh, but again, it's not something that you have absolutely have to jump on before game at 21. Just wait, be patient, and reassess after 21. Yep. As for Tony, he's a great asset. I mean, mm. I, I was a little mad at myself that I didn't think of him. Well, I did think of him, but eventually I did not go for him because that game at 25 blank was in the bank, uh, yeah. in the back of my mind. Uh, but he is just returning. Of course, the penalty last game week was lucky, yeah. right, to say the least. It probably wasn't even a penalty. I, I don't know why Bar didn't overturn it. But uh, he is just always there, right? Even without penalties, I think he is one of the players with the highest non-penalty XG uh, mm-hmm. in the whole game. So he is a great asset. And if someone wants to go for him, uh, I mean, Mitro to Tony or something like that, I think a lot of people are doubled up on Holland and Kane anyway, so you yep. basically have just the third spot. Uh, so Tony is a is a great asset, great long term hold. Of course, the worry is of course with his betting allegations what's going to happen. Yeah, that's that was also in the back of my mind as well. Just too much uncertainty there, but we are also losing all these points, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a tough situation to be in, but again, uh, if they do get a double in twenty two. Absolute buy, like no, no doubt that he's probably the greatest buy for Game Week 22 if they do a double in there. Uh, but again, just maybe wait and watch a little bit. Uh, I think uh, who do they play in 21? They, uh, Leeds, Leeds, I think. I think. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's a good fixture. It's a, a pretty good fixture for Brentford and for Tony. If someone have them, great. But again, uh, probably just be a little more patient uh, before moving there before the cup fixtures and everything happened fair enough because yep. i was thinking about it i was very tempted about it because i have martial yeah. and martial i don't know he looks injured mm-hmm. so i'm not sure yeah. what to do with him at the moment um yeah. so even though he could have a double in 22 that injury Correct. is a bit of a worry he hasn't been performing well as well so Correct. i was thinking about it and see whether tony even the short fixtures are pretty good but then again you there is that um uncertainty over the betting allegations People mm-hmm. are like, when is this guy going to get suspended or not? Uh, yeah. And then there's obviously... I mean, I'm happy to play, assuming that they will have a double in 22 and a blank in 25 and mm-hmm. deal with it when it gets to 25. But yeah, those are a few things that are in my head right now, wondering what to do. I guess I'll have to reassess once United's second game is done to see whether Martial starts or not. Yeah. Uh, because the next game is against Arsenal. So there are a couple of things that I have to see in the squad as well um, mm-hmm. with regards yeah. to that. But yeah, I think good options. Uh, if you can wait, wait. Uh, because the cup fixtures will tell us a lot more after. Exactly. Uh. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, what do we do with Liverpool assets? And especially managers who have Salah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I sold Salah, as I said before, for KDB last mm-hmm. week. And not that KDB is doing great either, to be honest. Um, I mean, almost no other premiums in the game other than Kane is doing great at, at this point of time. Even Haaland is not like returning every week either, yeah. right? So, uh, so I don't even know how much value there is to in the first place to be with the premiums, right? There yeah. are lots of six, seven, eight million-ish midfielders who are doing great in the game. Uh, it's really hard to stick with Salah. I know mm. uh, he did good in that uh, first game week after the World Cup, but since then it has been a little bit blunt from uh, Liverpool. And I know people were saying that without Darwin, he probably will be a better asset. Mm. But for me, I think it, it makes him a worse asset because when Darwin plays, he, he does get the big chances, but he also drags the defenders that make space yeah, for Salah. Kind of. So I think if anything, without Darwin, he is even a worse asset. So it, it's tough to in a place to be in, but Again, KDB with the double upcoming, with their fixtures looking good in 24-25. You also have to think people who have good fixtures in 25 because there are going to be blanks in there, yeah. right? At least one to two blanks in there. So uh, I think they play Forest and Bournemouth in 24 and 25 cities. So if you want to, if you are already not switched to KDB from Salah, that's a pretty easy switch to make. Or if you want to downgrade to, of course, we'll talk about the Arsenal assets mm. to like an Arsenal midfielder or even all the way down to a Brighton midfielder, just save the money, be assets. It's hard to argue against that either. Liverpool's fixtures are good though. So, of course, see how they do against uh, Chelsea uh, in game of 21 and then maybe reassess. But uh, just speaking in terms of form, it's probably hard to stick with Salah. So I, I would say uh, Salah to KDB is a pretty easy move for most mm-hmm. of the owners. Yeah, I think right now that's probably a really good move. The, that, or oh, like you mentioned, the Arsenal assets um, in yeah. midfield are also pretty good options as well. Yeah. Um, now, since you brought up Chelsea, Chelsea beat Crystal Palace with Kepa uh-huh. making five saves. Uh-huh. After the Liverpool game, Chelsea's fixtures look good on paper. But what do you think? Is it worth investing in any of their players or is it too risky with the rotation and current form of Chelsea? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of risk, of course. I mean, um, the Palace game was good and it was a well-needed win for Potter and Chelsea. Uh, But again, there are so many other good FPL assets in the game, good value assets, right? So you don't necessarily have to jump onto any of the Chelsea players right now. Uh, Kukurea is not even playing. There is a new defense line altogether, right? James could be back, uh, back soon. That he could be an option. He's always an option, right? No matter what he does, he is always an option for FPL. But um, uh, Modric is here. I think he's good value, seven million. Probably uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and watch. But none of them are like uh, 
like you don't have to jump on to any of them right now because there are so many other good assets uh, arsenal doing good uh brighton doing good brentford doing good right so they're just good values everywhere so you don't have to uh, jump onto the chelsea right now so just i would say wear and watch see how this whole new lineup plays over the next few game weeks how, how they're gelling together i'm hopeful as a chelsea fan of course yeah. i'm hopeful that it'll all work out for the club uh but at least from an fpl perspective let's give it a little more time to reassess their assets mm. yeah i've got kepa only at the moment and i think i'm uh-huh. happy to keep kepa uh because yeah. even like the fixtures are even if clean sheets are a bit of a odd time uh-huh. question like you don't know whether it's going to happen or not he still makes quite yeah. a bit of saves so yeah and it's great value right for 4.5 yeah. million for a chelsea goalkeeper why not you yeah just, exactly you just hang on to that yeah 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 after that i like you like you said probably wait assess see what the team is like and then decide whether we want to go or not um right. okay now meanwhile the north london derby arsenal beats spurs pretty comfortably there's been talk about maybe moving martinelli to odegaard uh who right now is the highest scoring midfielder in the game um uh-huh. i still think having one arsenal attacker alone is no longer enough and we need to double up but what are your thoughts on arsenal yeah they're looking great at this moment right probably the best informed team right now in the whole league alongside manchester united probably those those are the two clubs that are looking really shiny right now right like uh, from a form perspective uh martinelli to odegaard i'm not too sure about again some people have value invested in there mm. and i mean it's not like that martinelli is not returning right he is returning from time to time he's probably what on 100 points odegaard is on 112 points something mm. like that mm. odegaard just looks like the brighter asset to have because of his recent form mm. uh, but martinelli is great too right uh, one of the things that i was thinking about uh, well not for my game 17 world card but after that that if i had not owned white as my third arsenal asset mm. i would like to triple up with arsenal attackers uh, mm. midfielders or forwards all together saka martinelli and odegaard all are great 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 assets to own mm. for mm. the upcoming mm. run and, and then again NKT they don't well. blank and nketia also nketia mm. maybe not as much because jesus probably comes back soon oh, okay. but he is a great asset to nketia yeah. in isolation is a great asset too Hmm. So yeah, I I wouldn't mind tripling up on Arsenal uh, attack. I mean, hmm. mid midfielders and forwards. Uh, of course, there is a little bit of opportunity cost as well. If you are doubled up on Arsenal mids, you yeah. probably have to miss out on a Brighton mid or etc. etc. Yeah. But again, you just pick your cho- cho- choice, right? Whatever. There are again lots of good assets. You just make your choice and hope that they do good. So. from an arsenal standpoint i think there is great value in their uh, just tripling up even tripling up on their mm. attack uh, defense is good value also they are one of the best defenses in the league alongside uh, man city and newcastle mm. uh, if you bought like a saliba for a 4.5 or a white uh, 4.5 etc maybe hold on to them it's hard for me to move out from white mm. uh, just because it's an additional transfer for me to make mm. but if someone does not own a arsenal defender i think it's a great time to just triple up on their uh, midfield or attack altogether yeah the arsenal defense for me i still like white as an mm-hmm. option uh, mainly mm-hmm. because he's also a bonus point monster like trippier he tends yep. to get a lot of rack up he racks up like baseline bps and then he's like you saw like 
two bonus points in the last game. Now he was on my sure. bench, unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> still yeah. a pretty good option at the price as well. And also, if depends on how you want to look at EO. Like if you want to use him as a shield against very like a lot of people own Arsenal defense as well. So mm-hmm. if Arsenal defense does keep a clean sheet, then you're in a bit of a problem. So mm-hmm. having him as an option is also not a bad op- uh, situation to be in. Um, and then sure. again, triple M- if you triple up on midfield, you have to kind of consider the you can't really go to many other teams as well at the same time. Correct. Yeah, yep. that's another thing to kind of consider. But yeah, I do like Arsenal options and I think a double up is clearly on for me as well. But it's just the finances. I have to downgrade cancel sooner rather than later mm-hmm. to try and mm-hmm. actually free, uh, get those finances up. Now, yep. Um, with that, there is. I wanted to touch on Almiron as well, but we'll get to that a bit later when we're looking to game week twenty-one. Were there mm-hmm. any other teams you wanted to talk uh, about from the fixtures of game week twenty? Yeah, one team. I mean, maybe not the team that we want to get players from, but yeah. uh, Nottingham Forest. Since the restart, they have done pretty well. Other than that, Man- Manchester United game, even before the break, I think they were doing pretty, mm. not as bad at least. Mm. So maybe not the team that we can target as much anymore. I mean, they're still mm. targetable, but maybe not the team that we can target as much. I know they are buying some uh, other players. I mean, of course, they bought like what twenty-five players. Yeah. Uh, I think they've got Danilo recently. Yeah, they just bought Danilo yesterday. So I think they are looking in better shape. Of course, the World Cup break, I think, worked out well for them uh, in training and everything mm. else. Uh, so maybe not as targetable anymore. Mm. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind because before the World Cup, we were basically thinking anyone Target. that plays yeah. against Forest just uh, buy yeah. those players, right? So probably not as much anymore. But yeah. Yep, fair enough, fair enough. They've actually improved and I think that's what, 13th in the table or something right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So doing pretty well. Um, yeah. Now... Um, let's look ahead to game week 21. Um, the opening match is a big one with Liverpool taking on Chelsea. How do you see this game going? <laughs> I think there will be lots of goals in this game. Both defences uh, look shaky. Uh, both goalkeepers, to be honest, look shaky, although Kepa did keep a clean sheet in the last game. Uh, even Allison, I don't know what happened to him in the last two games. He just looks kind of a little uh, out of shape. Hmm. Uh, so I think there will be goals in this game. I would be surprised with like a 2-2, 3-2, kind of uh, score, and to be honest. Uh, both mid- midfields are suffering also, so it will be basically a battle of the midfield. Whichever midfield comes out better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think there will be goals. It will not be a KG match uh, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. If Darwin returns for Liverpool, I think that's a big bonus for mm-hmm. them. I think they uh, have... Uh, they probably are going to win if Darwin is back. Uh, I mean, of course, there is all, all that talk, uh, Darwin not being a good finisher, etc. But I think overall, he just makes Liverpool so much better as a team when he plays. So if he is back from injury, I don't think we heard anything concrete yet, whether he'll be back or not. But if he's back, I think Poole just ages uh, this match. Um, mm. But again, I hope from, as a Chelsea fan that uh, we just kind of hold on uh, I would not mind a draw at this point even. Just I think a point will be valuable. Mm, mm. But yeah, I, I do expect goals in this game. Yeah, it's given how the form of both teams, it's hard mm-hmm. to say where this game is, which side the game will go for. Yeah. Um, either team could easily win it. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll probably depend on the defences more, in which right. defence is probably capable of keeping out a clean sheet or keeping out the, um, the opponent out. Um, right. Okay, so that's one... Firecracker of a game to look forward to. 
Um, let's move to Crystal Palace. They take on Newcastle. Now, this is where Almiron comes in. Now, he has gone yeah. quiet recently. Is it time to take him out or would you keep him for one more game week and then assess after the cup fixtures are done? And again, as I said before also, just you probably don't want to make a rash move before game week 21 because mm. there are other things coming in, other news coming in that you want to wait for. Yes, he hasn't looked great, especially in the last two games. He wasn't mm. that bad in game week 17, 18. But last two games, he was really quite... I think Bruno Guimaraes was uh, also injured last yes. game. So there is some expectation that uh, Joel Linton will fall back. So uh, Almiron will become more like the creative guy, not the mm. goal-scoring guy. Mm. Uh, Isak is there. Wilson is there. So they might even ploy like two forwards up front, etc. So there is something to look for uh, for Newcastle's strategy point overall as well. But uh, I don't mind holding him for the Crystal Palace game. It's a good game to target. Palace is not in great form. Mm. Uh, I don't mind holding him for this game and uh, assess after the cup fixtures are done. Yeah, fair enough. Because I think a lot of people will eventually have to offload um, both Newcastle and United assets because there are chances that people like three from each team and then you have six players. Correct. And if they're both blanking game of 25, which potentially could happen, um, then you're in a bit of a problem. So we'll have uh-huh. to make way. And I think Almiron could be one of those players that eventually ends up leaving because no one's going to get rid of Trippy at this point. There's no finding it. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay. So Arsenal take on Manchester United in what is an important game for both teams. How do you see this game going? And with both Shaw and White in your team, what are you planning on doing? Start both or bench one of them? Yeah, I have both of them and I, I am right now I'm thinking of starting both of them as well. Just because I think this game will go something like how the Arsenal Newcastle game went. Hmm. Uh, a little cagey. Uh, and again, both teams wouldn't mind coming out with a draw from hmm. this game. Uh, United probably would want to win this more than Arsenal, if anything, to be honest. Uh, but I think this will be a little cagey and uh, again, uh, midfield battle, etc. But I don't see a lot of goal goals happening in this game. So I don't mind playing both of them and just hope that it uh, ends as a nil-nil. Mm, fair enough. Uh, so right now, at least I'm thinking of uh, starting both of them. But if you... Maybe you want to bench one of them just because of the attacking impetus. You probably start Shaw and bench White mm. uh, if you have other defenders in your team. But mm. uh, right now, I'm okay with starting them both. Yeah, because I'm in a similar situation where I'm not really sure. I, there was, I mean, moving, moving White in and out, in and out based on like, mm-hmm. um, I've also benched Martial at one point just to see mm-hmm. uh, because I wasn't sure on his fitness. So, that's the one thing I'm slightly uncertain because, again, like I mentioned, Arsenal defense is well owned across the board, but yep. amongst yep. a lot of players. So, mm-hmm. it's it's a possible that this ends up as a nil nil. It's also mm-hmm. possible that it's like nil nil to like seventy odd minute, and then White <laughs> usually gets subbed out. That's yep. also there playing some. Yep. Uh, yep. That's a bit more gambling, but <laughs> that's true, also true. a possibility. Um. So I, I still have to think about it. Obviously. Um, another thing to keep in mind is I think Casemiro is on four yellows, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. So another uh-huh. yellow, if he does play in the Crystal Palace and gets a yellow, then he's out for the Arsenal game. That also changes things True. defensively it as does. well. Um, okay, now, finally, Manchester City play Wolves at home. Will Haaland be the captaincy choice for this week? Or are there some other players who could be better options? Yeah, very good question. And I think it's going to be one of the biggest talking points for the next game week. 
Uh, City, of course, plays on Thursday and then on Sunday again, right? So, yes. so it's a very uh, small turnaround time. Uh, I mean, Haaland can still play, especially given the situation that City are in, in mm. the league table. Uh, Pep would want to field his best 11 every mm. game, mm. Uh, Haaland or KDB, uh, both of them. Um, but there is probably a point to make uh, with the X minutes and everything. And because of that uh, short turnaround, Kane is playing against Fulham. Mm. So I think if you ask me just in isolation, I think Kane is the standout captaincy option. Wolves mm. also looking better until Lopetegui. Yeah, that's uh, More solid. I'm not saying that City won't score against them. They will absolutely do. Even in their current form, they will do. But it's, again, probably not one of those games where they'll score like four, five, six goals either. But the mm. Fulham games, uh, game just look targetable. And they always play open. And again, Spurs is not looking in the best shape either. But yeah, I do expect them to score goals. And if the Spurs score uh, goals, Kane is absolutely involved, right? So I think Kane probably just edges Haaland a little bit uh, in this game. So if, if I had Kane, to be honest, I think I would captain Kane just for the sure... Uh, Short X minutes and etc. Mm. Not take chance on Holland's minutes. To be honest, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's something for me to consider. I have both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the one thing is, Fulham are usually good at home as well. That's another yeah. kind of thing. But again, we'll have to see. I think a yeah. lot, lot will depend also on what City do in that Spurs game. See Correct. whether are they still shaky. How does Kane react as well? Um, we'll see how True. everything goes. So, obviously, yeah. we're recording this before both of the second doubles happen. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll have to see how that goes, and then assess after that as well. Um, yeah. Now to wrap it up, I've got a, a few questions uh, from the community as well. So let me actually bring that up. So we'll start with um, Dahimila, I think, if I'm not, if I'm Dahimi, I guess. Uh, on Twitter has mentioned Mitoma or March for Martinelli. I would say Mitoma. I think I like Mitoma a little more than March for for, for the longer term, good value. And just pick, uh, pick him, uh, bench him if needed. Just, just b- better value. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, for Martinelli though, I'll ha- yeah, that's a possibility. Unless you have Almiron, then for Almiron, I don't mind it that even more. To be honest. Yep. Um, FPL Pass has asked, worth moving an Arsenal defender to try and triple up on their attack later down the line. Kind of cover. <laughs> yeah, this. I think we already spoke about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I would, I would not mind that. But uh, of course, it's an extra transfer. Mm. Uh, and Arsenal defense is good, but yes, if you have that extra free transfer, uh, I would not mind that. Mm. And then uh, Diane has asked, should I be looking to move on Edison? If so, suggesting, uh, sorry, suggestions for a replacement? Uh, nothing right now. Again, given that Man City doubles in 23 and their fixtures are good, they don't blank in 25. I think Ederson is an okay hold. Mm. Uh is not the greatest FPL asset to be honest mm. for his price and everything, but if you already got him, he's just a hundred percent sure for X minutes, right? So you just hold him, and then reassess later once you have free transfers, etc. But right now, I would say no, just hold him. If you absolutely want to move out, it's tough again, right? I mean, uh, where do you go? You, Brighton blanks, you cannot go for a Sanchez. Uh, Brentford blanks, you cannot go for a Raya. Right, so maybe Pope, but again, do you want to uh, do that either? Again, actually, Newcastle blanks also, right? So yeah, it's not exactly. easy at this this point of yeah. time. It's only uh, Kepa so yeah. at this point. Yeah, it's all, yeah. Um, yeah, goalkeepers is a tough one to answer at the moment. And, and, and until we know like how the doubles are going to shape up, it's a bit uh-huh. of a tough one to yeah. answer. Yeah, yeah. 
you don't want uh, to use an unnecessary transport yeah exactly and then finally fp rabadaki has asked what are the right three arsenal players to own <laughs> i mean at this right at this mo- point if you ask me i would say odegaard saka and enketia mm. those three are the most that i like right now but again because hesus is coming back and ketia is not the long term option well mm. actually i don't know when hesus comes up he was supposed to come back early february mm. so if that that happens and uh, ketia is not anymore so if that does happen i think triple up on the arsenal mids mm. so basically again odegaard saka 100% in there the third yeah. being either martinelli or white one of them i don't yeah. think it's what if someone does not already have saliba or gabriel i don't think it's worth spending that money yeah uh, white white is a fine uh, defensive cover for from arsenal so yeah for me yeah odegaard and saka definitely given how the points they're the delivering and all of that and for me i mm-hmm. think it will be white at the moment just for that mm-hmm. price point i think yep. uh, and also not wanting to lock myself into triple arsenal midfield um just in case i want midfielders elsewhere as well that's why Absolutely. um so those that but yeah i think right now you just need more arsenal players because uh-huh. they're just doing so well um so yeah right. that is basically it from the committee thank you for your time today do you have anything to plug no nothing uh, to plug right now unfortunately we did uh, are not doing the radar reports anymore hopefully we'll come back sometime mm. but just uh, with work and everything we have been busy uh, so when we come back uh, hopefully we'll come back soon yeah fair enough um okay don't forget to follow fpl kante on twitter um and that's it from me as well um so that's it for this week's scout the game week i'll be back next time to look back on game week 22 21 and ahead to game week 22 obviously there's like i think a gap of more than a week now because of the cup fixtures so enjoy the break as well and green arrows to everyone thank you everyone it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So, I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.